the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. This is Pastor Joe Sutton. Uh, it's good to be be back with you uh, in the midst of the storms of life. Uh, we all have little things to do. Uh, I know I'm definitely looking forward to my little mini uh, vacation slash work that I have to do when I get the chance to go to our regional convention uh, next week. And then after that, I'm going to go down to sunny Florida. Yeah, terrorize the grandkids. That's the nice thing to do. And I got five boys. Oh, my goodness. Two girls, I, you know, and I just give them a piece of candy. But the boys, I'm gonna have terrorized them. To quote, to quote my uh, three, four year old grandson, when Grandpa shows up, that means we gotta work. <laughs> I have mowing grass, cleaning yards. Got to give them that work ethic. You know, what I mean, got to give it to them. Can't can't leave home without it. You know, today I just wanna uh, just share with you some things on my heart. You know, we. I want to share with you an opportunity if you want to come out and uh and, and you know and, and meet us uh we're going to have we always have our skating party this time of year in october uh, it's going to be october 7th at the roller garden from 4 30 to 6 30 uh if you get a ticket in advance it's six dollars you pay at the door seven and um it's a time where we bring back all the kids that we work with the previous year summer and we come together for a little reunion before you know, before the cold weather sets in and then we, uh, you know, just introduce our programming for the year, let, let people know and they can sign up uh, for our, uh, you know, our elementary kids program. We do on Saturdays, uh, every other Saturday. And, and uh, this year we starting, a, uh, you know, a, a community youth group to reach out to young people in our, our neighborhood. And we've hadn't been able to do that in a while, but, you know, we have a, a youth pastor now, right. And my son, Jonathan is is heading that up, so it's going to be real interesting uh, to hear young people in the building again, putting holes in the wall, tearing up stuff. <laughs> it comes with the territory, but uh, so that that's going to be nice. So if you want to come out to the roller gardens from four thirty to six thirty, and uh, just get a chance to you know just you know just see how we interact with the community. It's open skating rink. We invite we invite everybody, other youth groups, other churches to come out. And uh, and just we just have a good time, you know. Uh, my 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 son will provide the music and uh, MCing, not not the not the pastor one, the comedian one. It'll be uh, you know, juice will be out there. If you listen to the show, you've heard him. But uh, it's gonna be a good time. It's come out October seventh, 
Give us a call. As always, as we say at Spirit of the Lord Church, don't let money be an issue. You know what I mean? If, if you want to come in, let me know. And uh, we'll get you in so you can enjoy a time of skating with you and your family. Just meet me at the front door before five. That's all I ask. <laughs> and it'll be done for you. But today I just want to talk about, I was reading Psalms 32. And in my reading of, of Psalms, I came across 32 and I never really read read it and it didn't jump out at me. And I, I kind of, I've been reading through the Bible in the New Living Translation this time. I usually read through the Bible twice a year and I just walk with a translation. And this year I'm doing back to the New Living. But I did, I jumped over to the message and uh, just the, this particular Psalms 32 because it stood out to me and some of the things that I've, I've been having to work with you know, as a pastor and as a community leader, you know, some people come to my church and and they say, you know, you don't preach that much. And I usually preach about twice a month. But I tell most people I'm too tired from pastoring to preach on Sunday. I need a word. And God has given me some uh, excellent uh, preachers. And, you know, part of my life's mission is to train up the next generation of leaders. That's that's what we do. That's most of our resources in our church go to. And so we have some like some dynamic young people doing some things out there in the community at other churches. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's been a blessing, but to give them that leeway that they can learn how to handle the pulpit, they can learn how to, you know, listen to the spirit of the Lord, you know, I, I let them go. And, uh, and so, but as I was reading, I usually tend to do most of the community stuff. And it said, count yourself lucky, how happy you must be to get a fresh start. Your slate's wiped clean. Count yourself lucky. God holds nothing against you. And you're holding nothing back from him. I was like, wow. I was like, you know, here's David, you know, uh, you know, just sharing how how God wipes that that slate clean. You know, New Living Translation says, oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sin is put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt, whose lives are in complete honesty. Man, and, and that that takes a load off of you. You know what I mean? Because I know there are times, uh, let me shift gears. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm getting a little emotional. But there are times when, when, when Satan comes in and tries to remind you of who you used to be or what you used to do. And then it makes you feel unworthy to declare God's word or his Torah to others because you don't feel that you're worthy to talk to somebody about some things. I remember when uh, God first had me to start, you know, talking to kids about relationships and sex. And I said, I am the last one that can tell somebody about sex or relationships God's way because I never did it God's way but God just reminded me that it's not an issue of what I was it's an issue of what he called me to be and though I though I still had that little voice in my head always you know putting me on a condemnation note I also had a bigger voice in me saying I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me and uh and I ended up working for New Life Family Services in the Abstinence Resource Center and I think I mean, I must have spoke for them 12 or 13 years, you know, going across the Twin Cities, uh, just sharing in schools and churches. 
about God's way. And, uh, and you know, and, and this was good for me that my own children, you know, decided to follow in that way. You know what I mean? And that, and that was, that just also was, was uh, strengthening to me that, that, that God would honor that and my children would, sometimes your children don't listen to you. So, you know, when they do listen to you, you count it as a benefit. But it said, whose lies the Lord has cleared of guilt, whose lies are lived in complete honesty. Man, God just gives you that clean slate, man, and salvation, man. You, you're, you're, you're feeling it. But, you know, because salvation and God has cleaned the slate doesn't mean everyone else has cleaned the slate. And, you know, and, and I'm always going to advocate for a group of people uh, in our world, you know, and I just feel called to advocate to them. I told my son yesterday as we were talking, I said to the point sometimes that I I, I get a little uh, emotional, you know, a little, 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 some say violent. I don't think so. But, you know, I think about the life of the felon, the person who's committed a crime that involves something more than $1,500 or involves something that broke into, you know, to be a felony and how that thing follows you around your whole life. You know, you know, I've had grown men crying in my office and in my home, just asking me the question, Pastor, when will my debt be paid? When will my debt be paid? You know, it wasn't the time in prison or the time on parole. You know, it still is a debt you pay forever. And I'm, I make it my business to talk to young people that that uh, you don't want to get a felony because it ain't it ain't over or you can just walk out of jail, do three months. No, it's going to follow you the rest of your life. You know, it's going to follow you to the point where you, you're, you're a citizen, but yet you can't vote. You know what I mean? You can't, you know, bear arms. Well, you can bear arms illegally if you want to. But, you know, you can't do a lot of things. But the most important thing is, is that people don't want you staying in their property. People don't want to hire you. Uh, you know, my, my son told me how a bunch of people got fired at U.S. Bank Stadium and the state did an audit and just got ugly because they had hired some people who had felonies and they were up in there working. And, and it's like, and, and uh, you know, when he told me that, I just, just got hot, you know what I mean? Because when you look at the process of what a felon has to go through, you know what I mean? You know, you, you wonder when redemption will take place, right? And you've heard me talk about this before, but when I was reading Psalms 32, it just it just made me just made me even think about that, you know. Oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven, whose sin is put out of sight, man. That you know, and you had this joy, but then when you go to get a job, that joy gets snatched away. When you go to work, that joy gets snatched away. So I, I have no place to stay. I know a guy he had triple bypass surgery, uh, you know, and just. Uh, went to switch to another apartment and people got to looking at his background and didn't want an apartment and he got out of rehab with no place to live, you know, slept on the couch with his daughter for a while. But according to her lease, he could only stay so long. And long story short, spent a lot of nights in his car looking around. And, you know, we finally found him a place that he could lay his head, you know what I mean, to go there. 
he's not the man he was or what his record says he was. That was 20, 30 years ago. I mean, you talk about a man, you know, trying to maintain his diabetes, had a triple triple bypass, no threat to anybody, you know, just trying to change his life, want to change his life, want to walk with the Lord, not wanting to go back to crazy things, but, you know, sitting up there with me on the verge of tears saying, if I go back to the crazy things, I can have the apartment, you know, I can, I can have what I need. He's like, but I don't want to, you know what I mean? You know, it, you know, yeah, it's God going to come through and it, and it shouldn't take a miracle to get a place to live in America, but it does take a miracle to get a place to live in America when you have a felony and nobody has sympathy for you because they look at you and say, well, you should have did what you did. Now you reap what you sow. But if you've already paid for it, you know, you've already, it, the judge said 10 years, three years, two years, and you paid it, and you 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 paid it. You you paid your restitution. You paid everything, yeah. But yet your slate is not wiped clean. You know what I mean? You know it is not wiped clean. You know what I mean? And, and it makes you wonder a lot of times that when people say, "Hey, you know, it's a Christian nation," but nation doesn't always abide by Christian principles. You know because it's still run by human beings, and even though the the nation may have been founded on these principles. Human beings come in and they don't want to follow these principles. Matter of fact, they detest. They want to take everything God has and just flip it around. You know what I mean? But there's a group of people out there, a huge group of people, because in the last 40 years, our prison populations have quadrupled. And in quadrupling the prison population, that prison, when he goes to prison, you know, half of his bill is picked up by federal. The other half is picked up by state and county. And so, therefore, this prisoner becomes a financial commodity, right? And so he's funding these prisons, which provide jobs, you know, economic stimulus, corporations that sell food and supplies. They even now farm out work through the prisons to work for corporations that would normally pay $15, $16 an hour, sometimes $20 an hour, and they're paying them $0.25, an hour. If you got a 50 cent an hour job in prison, man, you're balling, right? But they're billing you out at $15. And this money, where's this money going that's made off of this felony, right? So so you got this this felon who has to pay restitution out of his 50 cents an hour to, to, for the crime he committed. You know, he has to come back in here and be involved in this. He's making money for the state. He's making money for the corporation. He's making money for everybody. But yet... He's not, his slate is not wiped clean. Yeah, and most people reoffend. That's right. And, and some states run an 80, 75 to 80% uh, rate of recidivism, meaning they'll come back. But why wouldn't you end up coming back when you can't find housing, can't find job? And so you go back to doing what you do best, which is being a criminal, right? And you go there, you know, because when you look at the number of deaths or murders, then they did a drug or gang related. You know what I mean? How much of that percentage would be because an individual can't go back and become normal and they end up coming back into the game, you know, to do what they do. But is that slate wiped clean? Now, that's the key thing I want to look at. And how do we view life? Can the blood of Jesus and the actions of God redeem somebody from the lifestyle that they used to have? That's a hard question that we have to ask because even in our churches, we get paranoid about people that fail background checks, you know, and they're going back and forth. 
So yeah, think about that. And that's what I want to talk about as we wrap up this show. You're listening to Isaiah 61. You're on uh, the mission. The message is our mission. Love 980 AM. Listen to it all the time, all day long. And uh, we're going to take a break, come back, and uh, wrap up Psalm 32. Thank you. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Mission Minneapolis. Throw out that old beaver and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 980 The Mission Bible Teachers and Ministries with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Hey, welcome back to Isaiah 61, Radio Ministry of Spirit of the Lord Church. I'm Pastor Joe Sutton uh, here, uh, you know, just uh, on another note before I get into Psalms 32, uh, a good friend of mine at the church, uh, William uh, Bill Sewell, uh, passed away, and we're doing a memorial service for him uh, today from three to five. And uh, you know, Bill was a was a was a was a good man. Bill Bill reminds me of Psalm thirty-two. Uh, it Bill was around us for started out doing a little electrical work at the church, and and uh, we kind of befriended him as we were witnessing to him and. And he liked being around us, you know, but, you know, he still wanted to be, you know, he still wanted to be gangster, you know. And uh, but the one thing he always told me he liked about uh, me and the other pastor was that we weren't afraid to die. And he liked that. He liked the fact that we weren't afraid to die. And he said, we do some stupid stuff, you know, out in the streets. <laughs> and uh, he said, but I like you because you ain't afraid to die. And because uh, and he wasn't afraid to die. I've never been afraid to die. And uh and so uh so you know that's how we became close. Uh in Psalms thirty two, verse three, I'm gonna read down to the end and I'm gonna come back and comment. When I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away and I groaned all day long. Day and night, your hand of discipline was heavy on me, my strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. Finally, I confessed all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord, and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. Therefore, let all the godly pray to you while there is still time, that they may not drown in the floodwaters of judgment. For you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Do not be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit 
and bridle to keep it under control. Many sorrows come to the wicked, but unfailing love surrounds those who trust the Lord. So rejoice in the Lord and be glad. All you who obey him shout for joy. All you whose hearts are pure. You know, he said when he didn't confess his sins, it ate away at him. And when he finally confessed his sins, he could feel the weight lifted from it. But the end of 32 says, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. You know, it doesn't really matter uh, what you were or what you've been, because God's going to take you back to what he intended for you to be, that purpose in your life. I've seen that so many times. And, uh, and men and women who have been discarded by society, been discarded by their family, and yet with time and perseverance, and Lord, do I mean perseverance, man, because, you know, they, they find that they come in and then they go out. They come in and then they go out. And sometimes when they go out, they take stuff with them. And, you know, and you, you find yourself in a situation where you got to love them back into the kingdom and accept them and, and get them to understand that you've forgiven them for whatever they've done, you know, that uh, that hurt you or the church. And, and, and you have to have that unconditional love because you're dealing with some strongholds. You're dealing with some heaviness. You're dealing with some wasting bones. And God wants to speak life into those people, and you have to come there. But if we constantly keep reminding people of what they were, and we can't trust them in, in, as in who they are, and, and you know, it, it, it pains me, whether saved or unsaved, evangelical or, you know, what traditional, whatever you want to go, uh, lines, liberal, conservative, everybody doesn't treat the felon as a person who's paid their price and their things have been wiped away. And I realize some guys are out there that are still, they get out of jail and they go straight back to crime and they don't even try. But a lot of times the frustration is they seen other people who tried and they, they don't, they don't want to go through with what they went through. You know what I mean? I, when I look at some of the most influential people in my life, uh, they're felons, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I look, I was talking to my mechanic, this morning, you know, I mean, I, I don't care whether it's my plumber, you know, I used to be my electrician. Now he's passed away. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, they're there. And, and and I'm not talking about no easy crimes, man. It just seems like, you know, I, you know, my wife says I just attract them. You know what I mean? You know, but it's like, you know, but to see, look in their eyes and see that desire to change or looking at you saying change has cost me so much. You know what I mean? It's better when I was a felon. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to be a man or woman of God. And I expect that from the world. But as we in the body of Christ, you know, you know, we, as it says, you know, <laughs> toward the end, it says, uh, let the, let the, you know, the, the saved folks or the godly, therefore let all the godly pray to you while there's still time that they may not drown in the flood waters of judgment. And a lot of times we do judge these people, you know, and we need to be praying for them and setting up, a time of prayer, you know, when you have people out there who have that anointing to deal with that crowd, not everybody has it, you know what I mean? You know, I laugh sometimes at, at when some people try to uh, uh, tackle certain issues or certain things, especially either dealing with felons or just urban ministry, period, because they don't, they, you know, they, they really don't have that anointing to go. And then all the anointing you need is First Timothy. God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind. 
You know, people can see fear, smell fear, taste fear. And you don't need to come being fearful. If you're fearful, don't even try to. I don't care if you're fearful to, to go in the nursery ministry. It seems like the kids are going to cry louder because they're just going to take advantage of your fear. And, and you know, and so, you know, being like a substitute teacher and walk in there and not being fearful and they have a rotten day. I remember when I used to sub and I came in there and, and the kids would be like, you act like you run the whole school because I just would come in there with a different attitude. You know, and, and you just had to have that anointing that you know, that anointing overcomes that fear that, that comes into play. You know, what I mean, like Psalms 32 said at the beginning, man, oh, what joy for those whose disobedience is forgiven. You know, let's help people walk in the joy because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Without any joy, we don't have any strength. Without any strength, we're not going to last in this race. I don't care whether you're a felon or, or, or whether you're a choir boy or preacher or whatever you are. You're not going to last long in this race because you need strength. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. You know, you know, when I think about his goodness and what he's done for me, right, the song says I can dance all night. That's where that strength comes from. You know what I mean? So let's walk in joy. Let's, let's help people be reminded of who God wants them to be and quit reminding people of their past and let the church be a safe haven and an advocate for the felon. In Jesus' name. Talk to you next week. Bye. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.